Today we're talking about why the INFJ can't make friends. And when I say it can't make friends, it doesn't mean that this is something that has to stay this way. But this is probably one of the questions I get the most from you, which is how do I make friends as an adult? You know, this is like really difficult for me because as a kid, you know, you go to school, you meet people, you have some activities. And through that, you get to know people. And you know, you go through life, particularly when you're younger, thinking there's just something wrong with me and I will grow into it. And that is the reason why I don't meet the people that actually make me happy. But with time, you know, we recognize, you know, things are not changing. You know, I've been in this life for a while now and I still feel like I don't have the connections that I want. And so you look around and you ask yourself, well, do others have the connections that I would like? And the answer is most of the time, not. Most of the time we look at other people's friendships and we tell ourselves, this would never be enough for me. This would never satisfy me. So I just have to stay alone. And on top of that, I have to just come to terms with that I will feel lonely. And this is not something that has to stay this way. Like, trust me, I've been in both of those scenarios. I know exactly how it feels to go through life, to wish to have friends who understand you, who really get what you're all about. And on top of that, it really feels like, you know, there's nobody out there that I would actually want to be friends with. And now I experience life completely different. I don't feel lonely. I don't feel alone. I do get all of my needs met but in a way that is completely different than what I thought it was going to be. So today we're going to talk about, you know, why the INFJ can't really make friends and how we're going to change that, how it really doesn't feel like, you know, something is missing in your life. Before we get started, remember to download the poster on the five pillars to an INFJ epic life. It will help you to lead into this direction, particularly relationship management. And I want to get you excited about a home study program. It's an audio course that I've been working on for a while now. Some of you know that I had a survey a couple of months, so this is all about creating the INFJ epic life, but you know, on your terms, in your time space. And I know a lot of people weren't able to join bootcamp because it may have been out of their price range. So this is a smaller price range. It is something that you can have access to all year round and we're probably going to launch it in May. So sign up for the waiting list so you get access to all the goodies that we have once we launch it and you don't miss when it goes live. Like always, you find all the information in the links in the description. So if you would go through life and you have people around you that you find so interesting and you would want to be friends with them, this would be a completely different scenario. But this is not the case for most INFJs. For most INFJs, it's different. They feel something is missing. I, you know, I'm yearning for some kind of connection for people that I can share myself with, that I can have fun with, that, you know, just you know, I have a great experience with, but I don't see how that's happening. And if I'm around other people, you know, it's not like I want to be part of those groups because they seem so superficial to me. So what does that actually mean? Well, we have to come to terms that we're actually expecting too much of people because what we honestly would want in this ideal NI world of the INFJ is just to sit back you know, live in our mind. And then, you know, people around us are just giving us absolutely everything that we need. You know, all the attention, all the understanding. There's such a connection. You know, people are so similar to us that we sort of like blend with each other and all is great. And on top of that, we would 
most likely prefer it to be like one person or maybe three people and that's it. And that would just make us all fulfilled. But that cannot happen. And it cannot happen because every single one of us is super unique. We cannot expect all of our needs to be met by these three people or by this one person. And that is a realization I had to come to terms with. Because yes, it is like this fairy tale thing of, you know, I lay back, I'm just in my mind, I'm cerebral and things are happening. But, you know, it's just not going to happen. And you can deny this truth or you can accept it. But once you accept it, that does not mean that you have to go through life and just say, yeah, well, that's how life is going to be. And I'm just going to be lonely and I'm going to be misunderstood. And, uh, you know, therefore, I'm just going to be miserable all my life. No, that's not the case. It's just that we have to recognize two things. Number one, we have to get out of our own way and create ways that fulfill us. And second of all, we have to come to terms that we have certain aspects in our life, certain needs that we have. You know, it may be some kind of need of expression. It might be music that you like to connect with, you know, with somebody else through that music that you have ambitions that other people might understand. But that does not mean that you need to find this one person or those three people who have absolutely everything in common. And this has made the biggest difference in my life that I don't put all that pressure on other people. Because let's be honest, when we are being so strict with others and have like these high expectations of them, we're actually having really high expectations of ourselves. And so often I talk to INFJs and you know I've experienced this myself where you think, well, I don't have high expectations of others. I'm very forgiving. I'm totally okay with people having you know their own set of ideas and what they're all about. And I actually enjoy that about them. Yes, but still you're saying, I'm looking for this one person that I can be friends with, or let's say three people, And this is the criteria they have to fit in, in order for me to feel this person is adding to my life. Okay. So what is the alternative? You know, you can't just say, well, you know, there's this one person and yeah, we might have the same taste in music in common. They might make me feel very excited when we go out to a bar or when we have casual conversations, but that's all I can get from that person. You know, what now? And this is actually where we have to change, that we look at this connection as something beneficial and that it doesn't have to be complete. You can have this person in your life and know that they're great for this area in your life. When you start creating your life in this aspect of becoming the creator, of creating the INFJ epic life on your terms, guess what? You are building a scene you are building your own movie. And in that movie, you have different characters. You don't need to get all your needs met through like that situation or that person. You need to create your life in such a way that you get more and more of all of your aspects, you know, fulfilled. That means your ambition for certain things, your love for art, your love for traveling, your love for certain authors, your love for contemplative conversations. So for example, once I started this channel and I started having this connection about 
all those spiritual topics and metaphysical topics and cerebral topics, I actually started having way more relaxed relationships with the people around me in real life because this need of mine, I had an outlet for this need of depth and contemplation. This didn't have to be something that I shared with absolutely everybody in my life. And it doesn't mean that you are not going to value those people. There's so many people in my life, probably every single one in my quote unquote real life that I don't have this INFJ connection with. And actually I have started appreciating people for who they are way more than before because I wasn't putting this pressure on them of, you know, I need to have this kind of conversation with you and this kind of need needs to be met. So I actually looked at the different aspects of my life. That's why, you know, I encourage you to, you know, get the poster, you know, join bootcamp or like, you know, uh, get the audio course that I'm working on. And you can get so much information from those videos that you really look at your life in a little bit more structured ways and to understand I have a need for excitement. I have a need for deep conversations. I have a need for experiences and I don't need to have every single one of those needs met by the same person or by the same people. That does not mean that you have to have a friendship group of 50. We're still introverts. We don't need to have that many connections to be fulfilled but probably more that you're currently having. And on top of that, it will get much easier if you allow yourself to have a little bit more, let's call them superficial connections because they're not superficial. They're just on equal grounds. If you think about it, the relationships you have in your current life with your friends, how many of those are really based on that? You know, absolutely everything about that person that you're there for them, that you jump up and are there to save them. And they actually don't know so much about you. When you're with them, you listen to their music. When you're with them, you do the things they like and that's okay for you. And, and you think like, that's okay. And it might be, but you know, that's probably the reason why you don't feel fulfilled. But if you think about it like this, like, let's say in this relationship, you give 70% and they give 30 and 30 is all that they can give. Then you cannot, you know, continue to give those 70% and hope that the other person will give more. That's what they can give because that is what they can get out of that relationship. So it's on you to say, I'm going to give less as well. I'm going to give those 30%. And that doesn't mean that you spend less time with them, that you're less kind, but it means that you're more focused on what you actually like. Like I was so hyper-focused on absolutely everything going on in my best friend's mind when I was, let's say in my early twenties, I barely knew myself, but I knew every single thing that's going to make her upset, every single thing that's going to get her excited. And I was so focused on that. And it's not just because we're good people. It's also because it's more difficult to actually think about yourself. And it's more difficult to admit to yourself that you have needs too. And so nowadays our relationship, and I'm still, you know, it's still my, and till this day, this is still one of my best friends, but it's on a completely different level. I don't know everything that goes on in her mind anymore, but I know way more what's going on in my mind. So if I start giving, let's say 30 
and she also can give 30, then this relationship is going to cost me less energy. So I can put that energy towards another relationship that can, you know, fulfill me in a different way with somebody that I love to go to lunches with, because that is an experience that I just love or towards a person that I can go on travels with, which I love, but I couldn't do that with that person or with a person that, you know, I can have those contemplative conversations with or share my ambition for growth. All of those aspects that make up you, they deserve to have, you know, some kind of outlet. They deserve to be met. They deserve to have a way of connection. And that's how you get to a place where you don't feel lonely, where you don't feel alone, where you feel like your needs are being met. That happens if you allow yourself to have those different relationships and you know that your life is not based on, you know, attaching yourself to another person. If that is the case, of course you need so many of your needs met because you know, your focus is on that person and then you don't have the energy to spread yourself out mentally. But if you put yourself in the focus of your life, and that is what the INFJ Epic Life is all about, filling yourself up. And then with all of that energy that is overflowing, you actually can share, you can grow, you can connect with people. It's a completely different way of living. And when you do that, then you recognize it's about filling my life up. It's not about finding that one person who can make all of this happen to me. I choose what aspects make myself happy and I add them to my life. And the more you get into this concept, the more you recognize how much power you actually have and how restricted we have been all our life based on all of those unwritten rules of what we thought life had to be. You know, you can live yourself so uniquely as you would ever want. You can live in another country. You can choose the kind of job you want to do. You can choose the kind of lifestyle you want to live. It's all about getting to know ourselves more and more and taking action. I really encourage every single INFJ focus on taking action because we're thinking a lot. We're allowing ourselves to be contemplative, but we also need to take action. We need to actually set those, you know, lunch dates with friends and, you know, set up some experiences that we have with them, allowing ourselves to join some mastermind groups or, you know, some kind of groups that are based on similar interests in order to meet people that can share this one aspect of us and not have these enormous expectation of the couple of people that are already in our life uh, for them to be something that they're not meant to be. You know, you are the person who can fulfill yourself. And you do that by really tapping into all of those areas. And trust me, you'll find a great balance. It doesn't mean that you have to have thousands of friends or that it will be overwhelming or that it will be superficial because your life will not be superficial. It will be full. It will be deep and it will be connected to who you are. And that is a completely different way of living than expecting absolutely everything from that one person. Remember, if you want some more guidelines into what areas to tap into to get those needs met fulfilled more and more and to actually understand where they are. Cause very often we as INFJs, you know, are not even aware of what we actually need. Download the poster. It will give you like a first push. And if you want to take it to the next level, then join the waiting list before the next 
home study program that's going live hopefully in May. I'm really excited about it and uh, we'll have some goodies for you. So all the information you find below and if you want to watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video why the INFJ can't find a partner. <laughs>